Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? We, uh, we've got ten teams in the championship, uh, just about a league, I would say. Uh, six teams in the premiership. Can that really be called a league, or is it uh, more of a round robin? Well, whatever your views on that, at least it means that we should have enough time to get a full programme in and get to the playoffs before the really cold and wet British weather makes us all want to stay at home. Well, it would be nice, but that isn't the reality, is it? Instead, we have some teams with weeks of inactivity, while others quickly get through their league programmes. And now, coming into October, we still don't even know who the finalists are going to be in the top two leagues. Only in Speedway. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. We have in the studio with us Chris and Matt, myself. And I know this is one of your bugbears. (laughs) Welcome, welcome to my world, Michael. Yeah. Welcome to my world. I've been saying this for the last three or four seasons. You have, you have. Um, it's, it, it shouldn't be rocket size to get a full program of fixtures in when there's not that many fixtures in the season to to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That, they do it every year. That's the thing. It's not as if it's a one-off thing. No, you know, no. you, you can guarantee next year they'll do exactly the same thing. You'll have Can't. weeks and weeks and weeks of clubs having no matches and then suddenly the promoters will all turn their we calendar to September the 1st and think, ooh, I've got some matches I've got to get in. I've got to get in. Got and not only that, we've had weeks and weeks of dry weather. Yeah. We, you know, I mean, probably the driest... Well, we know it's the driest weather since 1976. Six. Six, yeah. that was it. Yeah, I mean... And they had more matches to get in then as well, that's the thing. So. Yes. Because <laughs> so, there were more clubs about. Well, that, that's another thing, I mean, with six teams. I mean, that, I mean, the Premiership in particular, six teams... The Premiership might be slightly handicapped by the fact that they've got to conform to the the deal with the TV. Because from what I gather, um, the TV it's the TV's preference to have the the playoffs later on because there's less things going on. But the Championship shouldn't have any excuses. I mean, for, for me, you should be looking to finish all the league matches by the end of August and then start of September cracking with the playoffs. Mm. And you've got a chance then of getting them in then, but. People don't want because you know at the end of the day you know you know full well when October comes it's going to be getting colder, absolutely wetter, not not to start the drawing. People don't you know especially with a lot of these clubs that have aging fan bases as mm. well. They don't want to what be mean all of them. Most of them <laughs> <laughs> certainly certainly seems the way with the one or two clubs I know. Yeah. But uh, um, but you know the pe- people don't they don't want to be out in in, in that sort of condition. They want to be, they want to be at, 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 you know in a home staying in the warm. No, yeah, I, I, I absolutely, I absolutely agree. Um, it, I don't understand. I, for me, that they should, they should, we should know the dates of the the finals at the beginning of the season. Yeah, we should. It should, you know, should have, yeah. should be there. So, I mean, okay, you know so just some clubs run on a Monday, etc., etc. But you, you can, you can, you can. Put it down to a ballpark figure. You know, it, it's got to be between this date and this date. The first leg and the second leg's got to be between this date and this date, and then they have to sort it out. And if you don't, if if there's still matches to be run after that, well, tough. They don't count towards the playoffs, and you, so there has to be. It should be a cut-off date earlier than it currently is. Yeah. 
uh, to say, right, this is when it should be sorted out by. If you haven't run your matches by then, well, that's... You should have done. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have an issue with clubs running matches in, in October. That, that's up to them. But yeah. it shouldn't be matches to decide. Because the other thing that's worth um, you know, throwing into the equation as well is the fact that with wet conditions, you get wet tracks. And it's, it's sort of... Mm-hmm. I remember a couple of years ago when uh, Wolves and Swindon raced each other in the playoffs and it took about three or four attempts to get the first leg of the semi-final run. Yeah. And even eventually when it was run, it was run on a wet night, but because they were running out of time to get it in, they had to, they had it. to run it. And it mm. sport the meeting because it was on a, on a wet track. It was a lottery of a meeting. And what should, and have I, been, what should have been a really good meeting between two sides at the time that were in really good form was, was ruined because yeah. of the conditions. And then you get situations also, I mean, thinking of the, from the fans' point of view, you, get, you, you don't know who you're going to end up playing. But you could have a situation where Paul is playing Glasgow, yeah. for instance, just like we have this year. Oh yes, and then poor, and then poor, poor Paul fans, and I've never said that sentence before in my life. That go all the way up to Glasgow only for it to be rained off. I mean, I, mean, I suppose it's always a chance at Glasgow that that's yeah. going to happen. But but you, you but you, you you take my point. Um, it's not great. Clearly, is it? that clearly there was a clearly Paul wanted to carry on with that meeting, didn't they? I mean, I watched the uh, we watched the stream at home, and it was right, uh, yeah. certainly um, Richard Lawson was very forthright. I think in his opinion, for what we could see on the cameras, that he wanted the meeting to right. to carry on. Um, it was just uh, I don't know. I'd, it, it, the, you you think they'd learn the lesson, wouldn't you? I mean, to be to be fair, you, you, you're trying to do the promoters a favour as well because you know. Must be a headache for them trying to get all, rearrange all these matches Absolutely. as much as it is having to go having to pay money, and then you know you sit there waiting for the referee to walk round in his umbrella so he can say, "Yep, yeah, it's too wet. The meeting's off." Hmm. Well, we um, we'll come on to the playoffs and stuff, and, and we'll uh, have a look at who we think's going to go in each of the different semi-finals and, and so on that are going, um, and obviously that will ta- that will be. Also, be a part of our Nigel Pearson League. Yeah, um, and of course, I'll probably be in the in the league in the uh, in the list next week as well. Yes, <laughs> things are going well. There, there, there is a chance, and, and I don't know whether you've seen the league table, but there's one point between first and second. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, two points. Isn't two, it? Points. It's, it's two, two points. Is it two points? Is it right? Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. it's it's getting close. Um, but talking about Nigel Pearson, there's, uh, even, so, there's even a chance that somebody could climb out of seventeenth. I think mm, at the moment, yeah, so, uh, there is a chance yeah. that I had yeah. noticed yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, I would consider that a, a victory. Um, talking of Nigel Pearson, it's nice to see that uh, he's been inducted into the Speedway Hall Absolutely, of Fame. Absolutely, yeah, that was um, obviously done last night at Mogma, we've, so We've been given a couple of photos by Phil McGlynn of that, if, yep. uh, uh, which we'll put on at some point when uh, Chris isn't so overworked. Okay. Yeah, uh, uh, t- talking of which, uh, <laughs> would you like to um, give a shout out to everybody that's on the show? Fox? Okay, so hello to Elliot, Jim. Andrew, Andy, Lawrence, Pete, Terry Hall, Jeff Daniels, Elliot, Rich Thomas, and UK Speedway Tavern podcast man. No, that's us. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and it's the, so Elliot Hunt says, uh, hi, Elliot, by the way. I know Elliot quite well. Uh, Wolves were superb done by 29th of August at home. Bellevue and Ipswich good too early September. Kingsland and Sheffield quite far behind. Struggle to complete them before the deadline. Now, Elliot, I believe, is a teacher. I hope he doesn't teach grammar because there's no punctuation in there. So I struggled a bit. <laughs> he knows you. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, if I look at, do you look at? I've got Sheffield's fixture list up here. Uh, they raced against Peterborough on the 14th of July, and their next home meeting was on the. Uh, Eighth uh, of August, and they had, and that was the only home meeting they had until twenty fifth of August. Mm. So you got August. I mean, August is the period really where you should be staging most of your meetings. You know, the, the kids are off school, chance to get big crowds in, and these I clubs know aren't staging matches. Birmingham sort of felt a bit hard done by that. They hadn't got many meaningful matches meetings in August. In, in August, and yeah, I mean, which is you know a prime time for us. So we get a lot more children turning up and so on. Yeah. And as somebody more wiser than me once said, children are our future. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, um, Pete Clark says, in 1976, nobody complained about noise and dust. Mm, that's not true. 
I used to, we used to complain about dust quite a lot. <laughs> Noise, not so much, but the dust, yeah. Um, Craig Smee, the playoff semi-final should be taking place first week of September latest and the playoff final the third or fourth week in September. We shouldn't be running into October at all unless we have a horrendous amount of postponements during summer months. But there certainly has to be a cut-off point. I mean, that seems sensible to me. Well, with the last, in fairness, the last three summers have been, you know, we've not had a massive amount of rain in the last three summers, have we? You know, you might no, you might have no. a couple of weeks where you got a well, few. This had last two shows. summers because the one of them we lost. Yeah, absolutely. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, to me, it's a choice. If you're going to have the playoffs, then do it properly. Yeah. Or don't have the playoffs, mm. and then it wouldn't matter so much, you know, because the ve- you know very often the league would have been sorted out. I mean, Ipswich would be top of the league, and, and they would they would be uh, you know be well Sheffield obviously of course finished top didn't they? So did that was a Sheffield yeah. so you know yeah it was yes I remember yeah that. they had a great start they didn't they yeah it's not just the playoffs to go there are still two rounds off the pairs well that's another thing I mean with the, with the uh, the Premiership pairs they've all been sort of spread over the whole course mm. of the season if you had them all within. I don't know, space of a month of each other, you keep a bit of interest in Why it. Why not then? have them in the week of each other? It goes from that one to that one to that one to that one. Oh, yeah, well, it's like two weeks, maybe. I don't... I, it, just, it, don't make, it don't make sense to do it any other way. That would build up interest as yeah. well, wouldn't it? Because, I mean, to be honest, off, the last one was about six weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh Craig Smith says the playoffs should be known at the start of the season. It would certainly allow people to plan to book time off work in the event their team was in the playoffs. I'd have loved to have gone down to Ipswich on Thursday, but couldn't book off work, and weather needs to play ball as well. Long way to go for a rain-off. Certainly yeah. always very, very wary about travelling to away meetings at this time mm-hmm. of the year. Very, very wary. Elliot says uh, the championship playoffs started early September, a lot better than... Li- leaving till the end like Premiership. The problem with that is the Championship have got... Quarterfinals as well. Sem- yeah, quarterfinals before the semi-finals. And, uh, it, yeah, the, the, there's more teams involved, isn't there? So it's taking a little bit longer, which I think probably they should have still just done the top four. Mm. Maybe, I don't know. Anthony Bailey says, like Matt has alluded to, have you been alluding again? Apparently <laughs> so. You've yeah. got to stop doing that, you know. People need to know the full facts behind playoff dates. That is television. Now, with this as a factor, it's chicken and egg. Please the people who can broadcast and promote your sport, or please the few diehards who will always go. On this occasion, I have a lot of sympathy for everybody. Surely it's not good for um, the TV to have something on your schedule that is then rained off. That doesn't seem great to me. No, not really. I do know it's one of the reasons, I think, why Sky eventually sort of got frustrated with British Speedway mm. was the fact that they were turning up at meetings, paying an extortionate amount of money to set everything up, and then it rains and it's it's all off. Mm. So. Simon Corbett says, was Wolves hammering at Kings Lynn an average reduction exercise? Yes, it was a bit of a hammering, I must admit. Um, it was... Crikey, it was. 60, it was 63-27, I think. Was, was you there? No, I didn't go, thankfully. I was watching it on the, on the, on the updates. That was uh, that was bad enough. I mean, admittedly, there was... Well, I mean, I say nothing to go for, but Wolves, if you know, a six-point win could possibly have, have got Wolves into third place in the league. It could have got them in extra place. So, But other than that, really, not, not a huge amount to go for. But... Um, I guess you know it, it did. Did must have been it did did surprise me to get to go into the into a playoff meeting on the back of a on the back of a result like mm. that. It's not a track the Wolves generally do very well at anyway, but even so, that was a real surprise to lose by that many. So Brian Buck doesn't agree with you. Mm, okay. <laughs> very <laughs> easy to time. say that playoff dates should be fixed at the start of the season, but we can never account for weather conditions. A wet August or a wet July is as possible as a wet September. Can't blame the BSPL for everything. Well, I can, but no. <laughs> the the thing that I would say about that is you've got a t- you've got a, a league of six teams that meet each other twice. Yep. So that's twelve matches. If you can't get twelve matches, well, in, ten matches, isn't it? Five each. Yep. Yeah, so if you can't get ten matches in, yeah, before September, yeah, that's pretty poor. I, I, I don't well, believe do you, that. When you think about it, the only other. Sp- 
team sport that you can think of that is sort of handicapped by the weather really is cricket, cricket. isn't it? But mm. as far as I'm aware, they don't rearrange matches in cricket. They just... Well, they use this... Oh, they uh, use this Duckworth-Lewis Duckworth don't they? Goodness, I mean, I don't know whether they could introduce that into something like that into speed. Right? I mean, <laughs> oh, they, they struggle with the basic rules. No, 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 no. Let's not do that. But the only other thing Imagine the arguments that would But the only other thing is, you know, avoid the meeting and then just award a point to each team although I suppose that sort of opens the possibility of teams saying oh, we can get this meeting called off we'll get a point which again is the usual perception mm-hmm. isn't it so Craig Smee asks but are we more likely to get autumnal weather in the middle of summer in August or the middle of autumn in October fair point I'm, I'm guessing I mean this it is Britain, so it's yeah. just likely to get it any time. <laughs> but yeah, doesn't seem to be. Nice Elliot to says I travelled to the meeting and back home. Was very annoyed as it was the worst team. I presume he's talking about the Walls, Kingsland yeah. thing. Yeah, uh, was the worst team performance for years. I was texting updates from the meeting. We only had one heat won by Nick Morris. All riders got six points or below. We was miles behind in some heats. Kingsland gated very comfortably and were miles ahead of us throughout the evening. I don't think one match is enough to row averages that much. Not, not, not. Uh, Jim Turrell, why not do away with the pointless playoffs? Well, they're not pointless Mm -hmm. uh, because, because you win the thing by winning the playoffs and replace them with a challenge cup. Been said many times by many people, but those in Speedway Towers don't listen. I understand people not liking the playoffs, to be fair, because mm-hmm. um, I suppose there's, there's the argument that, well, the team that finishes top is the best team, they should win the league. The t- team that's the best team over a year. I... Although, having said that, of course, you've got the... I mean, as a Birmingham fan, yep. I su- we've suffered at the hands of Paul uh, and the year that we were miles ahead of everybody else yeah. in the actual league. But it does generate mm-hmm. excitement in those few weeks when you're in, when you're in the playoffs mm-hmm. and you've got that to look forward to, and, of course, they are... They are money spinners as well. So they, they did this Jubilee cl- um, League. Cup, yeah, that which was originally been, that called. could that, that could have been the Jubilee Cup. Yeah, playoffs could be the Jubilee Cup. It could so you could you could for me. Yeah, uh, once again, oh, hello. The in, thank you very much. The Aces Jink strikes again with the injury to Frick. He's disappeared again. He doesn't want me to to doesn't want me to read this out. Uh, there is some confusion on whether we can sign someone if it's a season-ending injury, which you can according to the rules? Question mark. I looked it up on the SCB rules. Long has it is within Frick's average of 8.7. He is number one in Aces average. Two riders that do fit are Lambert and Woofenden. Whether they would ride is another question. I don't think they can sign anybody, can they? I mean, we wasn't allowed to. Paul were allowed to, weren't they? Well, they yeah, they Greg did Hancock, sign Greg Hancock, didn't they? Yeah. And obviously, so, few, obviously, six years ago, we signed Ty Wuffington before going into the playoffs. Yeah, but was it this late in the season? It was... Because um, there is a cut-off date no, to I think it was the last week of. I think it was the last week of August. So, yeah. doing it this late, is, it's, I mean, it's a massive blow for Bellevue to lose Max Frick. Mm. That really is a damaging blow to their uh, chances. If Robert, if you can sign somebody, I would say Robert Lambert would be a be a best bet. Mm. Um, I don't think Ty Woffington would be up for riding against, possibly riding against Wolverhampton. Yes, it would make it a very interesting final if if it's a Wolves, but if it does happen to be a Wolves Bellevue final, it would make it very interesting if Ty Woffington is in the uh, in the Bellevue pits. Yeah, <laughs> on that night. Yeah, given the uh, the shenanigans that went on in the uh, in the twenty sixteen final. Uh, how is Matt getting a six-point away win for Wolves at Kings Lynn? Maximum you get for away win is four points. I need to get rid of that 1970s calculator. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I saw uh, Jeff's comment there and I thought, yeah, you're actually, you're right there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's called cheating. It's called getting old. Yeah, yeah, and that as well. You would know. Yeah, I would, and I do. Uh, Craig Smee says, Bellevue suffered a few years back winning the league by country mile, then losing playoffs to Wolves. I bet you remember that. I do remember that the one, playoffs, yes. how, The playoffs, however, generates excitement and keeps the league alive for longer. If a team runs away with the league, would teams be downing tools, riders choosing whether to ride or not, and lowering averages, etc.? So only in speedway can something like that, can that 
that question be yes, asked. Absolutely, yes, and sir. and you make you go, oh, do you know what? You might have a point there. Um, well, maybe it's time to to do away with averages. How would you build the teams? Rider grading, rider grading. Like the job, like tried several years ago. Mm, rider grading. I know that's what Pete Adams and should should by well by the way. Oh yes, as well. Yes, so yes, yeah, yes. Pete unfortunately had a, a nasty fall apparently at uh, at Monmouth Green last night in the pits and uh, so quite badly hurt himself by all accounts. So get well soon, yeah, Pete. Get well soon, Pete. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what Bellevue do do about yeah. the Max Frick situation. Um, these things always happen. At the wrong time. That's absolutely, yeah. It's a real, it's a big, big loss for them because he's been in great form for them. If I was Mark Lemon, Robert Lambert, no-brainer. Another name I'd get is Niels Christian Iverson. He has a work permit and could come straight in. Wouldn't be a bad shout. Wouldn't be a bad shout, no. Uh, he rides big tracks really well, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that that pans out, it really is. And we've caught up with the comments. Oh, my God, it only took us, what, 20 minutes? Yeah. Uh, keep those comments g- uh, going. Normally, uh, at the beginning of the show, we get Chris to tell everybody how to join in, but you've, you've all got, you've all got it sorted yeah. out now. So, um, fantastic. Um, well, we've got one more uh, Grand Prix to come up. Yeah, we have. Uh, in Torren. Torren. Obviously, the championship is now uh, decided in favour of... Uh, Bartos Smiles League, um, but still obviously top six to go for. Um, Freddie Lindgren and Magic Janowski both on 92 points apiece in sixth and seventh, although you would think whichever one of them doesn't get in will probably get a pick anyway. Uh, Tyler Wuffington, of course, outside the top six as well on, on 88. Um, so there's still you know a few bits, of, few bits and bobs to go for. And, uh, I think if you're quite low down, if you can get a big result on Saturday, then that's going to be... Uh, Giving a bit of a nudge to the uh, to the organisers when it comes to picking the wild cards for next year. So. Yeah, that that will go on. Uh, but yeah, I mean there is a lot to ride for there. And of course, looking forward to seeing who's going to finish as the top British rider because it's all it's all up for grabs between. Because right, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, Robert Lambert on ninety seven in fourth, Dan Bewley fifth on ninety three, Ty Wuffenden eighty eight on in uh, eighth place. Um, well, obviously, Ty's you know Ty had a much better time last time out in Voines with fourteen mm-hmm. points. He was the top scoring Brit. So, mm-hmm. who's to say that he might not go and have another good night in, in Torren? Of course, the track where he won, I think he won his first world title in twenty thirteen. So, twenty thirteen, yeah. really? Is fu- wow, nine it's... years ago. <laughs> well, we're getting old, folks. <laughs> you are. So but that's going to be that's going to be interesting because I think on the face of it, it does look like it's either going to be Lambert or or Bielly, only four points separating them at mm. the moment. So, but big be positive for British speed, I think, for two British riders to be well, for three British riders really to be in the top ten of the. Well, it is. I think a long time since we've. It's got to be going back fifteen, sixteen years since the last time. So, I mean, it is, and then again, it isn't because it's only. Great news for Birmingham, for Birmingham Speedway, for British Speedway. I do beg your pardon. Yeah. Um, it's only great news for British Speedway if pa- the papers and powers that be pick, pick up, up on it. Unfortunately, they haven't so mm. far. Robert um, Dan Beard is obviously you know the first Brit to win back to back Grand Prix. Mm. Nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, if you can uh, just go. There's a co- yeah. There you go. Uh, oh yeah, Pete Clark says. Um, Mike, is there a right time to get an injury? November the 1st, I think. There's never... Yeah, November the 1st. There never is a a right time for a rider to get an injury, but from a team point of view, there's a right time and a wrong time. It's a whole averages thing, isn't it? If 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 you've got a rider that is not performing really good, if he gets injured just before his average changes, then that's a really good time for for the injury. So... Yeah. Uh, Jeff Daniel says playoffs are great if run like Poland and Sweden. Like Matt said, get the league finished early. I think I said it as well. Okay. Uh, with Madsen winning the European Championship, where is an extra wild card now? There is an extra Six wild card in total. Yeah, obviously oh, there is an extra. Yeah, okay. with the winning the, the European Championship. Yeah. So. 
Um, I didn't realise that Bewley won the Czech Golden Helmet yes, on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, well done, mate. I'm trying to think of the last British rider that won the Czech Golden Helmet. Was it? Does anybody, does anybody know? So. Probably Peter Collins, wasn't it? <laughs> if anybody knows, just put it on the, on the comments yeah. and we'll... Uh... Absolutely. Yep. Oh, I didn't, I didn't realise that. Uh, well done. Yeah, I mean, at one time it was a big, 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 big thing to win that, wasn't it? The, it was, uh, yeah. I think it still is, too, so. isn't it? Yeah, but Probably not. not so much in this country, but... Mm. Uh, He's, a, he's, a, he's had some year, hasn't he? Dan Bewley, he's had yeah, a great a year. Show, considering that he wasn't even going to be in the series at the start, the start of it, but he, he, of course, and he's got his place because the two Russian riders were... Uh, yeah, and do they uh, come back next year? Well, it? I've seen somewhere, I don't know whether... Uh, John know, Davis what, apparently was the last one to John win Davis. the Czech Golden Helmet. Where? It's got to be about 70, it's got to be 70s or 80s, isn't it, for John 77, Davis? 78, I would think. Yeah. Yeah, I have seen somewhere that Emosov has apparently said that if he doesn't know by November the 1st what's going to happen with regards to him being able to race in Poland again, then he's going to retire. That's what I've... It's a wow. comment I've seen. I don't know whether that's true. I mean, how... He, he can't be very old. He's about 30, 32, wow. 33, possibly. Wow. Seems to have been around a long time, doesn't he? Because mm. you, you still think of him as a young kid, don't you, that... Uh, Burst that, onto the scene. That, and that, yeah, upset Scott thought, Nichols in the process. We all thought right this is the next big thing, and it never, yeah, never really materialised for him, did it? Yeah. Uh, a stat was put on the Bellevue fan site the other day. In all the playoff meetings, Bellevue have ridden so far twelve. They've only tracked a fully fit one to seven team on four occasions. Eight. That's an unbelievable run of bad luck, injury wise, for the Aces. Some of that might be down to the Kurt Manshume track. <laughs> well, possibly, yeah. yeah but By the way, just some... Oh, uh, Rich Thompson says it might have been Calvin Tatum. Yeah. By the way, we have got some news from um, Coventry Speedway. Uh, okay. Planning committee meeting to determine the Brandon Estates planning application scheduled for October the 12th has once again been delayed. Meeting was initially due to take place on September the 14th before being postponed in the wake of the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. We were then given formal notification by Rugby Borough Council of the October the 12th date. However, it has since transpired that the public consultation period into the application has been, has been extended with notices recently posted at the stadium site. This relates to a procedural error on the part of Rugby Borough Council in that the original notices did not refer to the application being a departure from the local planning plan. It is somewhat surprising that this was the case, that the application has clearly conflicted with the local plan from the outset, a point we have repeatedly made all through our representations over the past six years. And the local plan itself was only adopted after a government inspection in 2018 declared the, original, the initial plan unsound without modifications to safeguarding existing sports and recreational buildings, making this a specific requirement that additional protection should be given to Brandon Stadium. We await further information regarding a confirmed new date from the planning committee meeting and can confirm that we will be submitting an extensive response to the planning officer's report, which incredibly recommended approval of the Brandon Estates application. This document will appear on the Save Coventry Speedway website and be sent to local and national media at an appropriate time in advance of the meeting. Wow, another delay. Well, I mean, is, it, is anybody surprised? Uh, Obviously, we'll keep our... It feels like they're going to keep delaying it until they feel sure they're going to get the result yeah. that they want. Uh, there's, there's a couple of questions um, Yeah, so questions I'll, on our YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, I'll start with David. Was he, uh, what do you think the Wolves need to do next season? Ooh, interesting one. Um, Race. Well, obviously, that's going to be a start. It would be a start. Let's, let's just hope that's, uh, that's going to be the case. Would you um, sign ja Jakob Thorsell if he became available? No. No. Okay. I think he's gone backwards. Okay. Jakob Thorsell. Um, he's not been particularly impressive, I don't think, in the in the Swedish uh, league. Um, I think a lot of it's going to depend on the rods that are available. Um, it's, it's a team that's sort of been together for quite a number of years now. Um, Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Of course, Sam Masters is possibly going to be moving on in the championship with Edinburgh now looking very unlocked to run next year. Mm-hmm. Um, you won't be coming to Birmingham, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Drew Kemp I think will, will definitely be a no-go I think I've, I've been bitterly disappointed with Drew Kemp this season he's he's had a few he's well, I mean, the, Dave Edwards actually has yeah. that question do you think that Wolves should keep Leon Flint and Drew Kemp Leon Flint definitely because I think Leon's certainly in the last few weeks of the season has been has been superb and he's really started to get to grips with, with Bomber now um, Drew Kemp's been a disappointment I'm Maybe a little bit surprised that the club didn't look to replace him earlier in the season, really, because that's mm. been that's been our Achilles heel most of the season. Is uh, you know we've sort of been a little bit weak at reserve, but uh, obviously Leon Flint's form has, has sort of been a big positive over the last few weeks. Um, I get the feeling if if one rider in the top five is probably going to go, it would probably be Nick Morris. That's just a hunch. I don't know. I don't know any. Thing you have no inside, no, inside, no inside information. information of, but that's that's just an inkling I get. But we'll obviously we'll see where that pans out over the uh, uh, next few weeks because wolves wolves generally do tend to have a period where they sort of stick with a, the the nucleus of a team for five mm-hmm. or six years and then maybe sort of break it apart and and build another build another nucleus and carry on that for five years. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, the stadium at Sheffield was not available during the long layoff due to the grand track being relayed, says Martin. Yeah, that was a big problem, really, was for Sheffield, wasn't it? They, mm. they had, you know, seemed to have loads and loads of matches that were not, um, they weren't able to stage. But they, they, they've still done in quite good time the ones since. Uh, yeah, Simon Wig in nineteen ninety four, the Czech uh, goal now it. Scott Nichols won it as well. I never realised Scott had won it. Okay. 2005, Wig 94, Doncaster 89 and 90. So, um, probably Scott Nichols then. Uh, Davis was the first Brit. Jeremy Doncaster won it twice, then Wig and Bewley. Good man. Sorted. Uh, Craig Smee, not surprised by that delay. However, this talking about Coventry now. However, the planning application from Brandon Estates is so flawed and being contested on numerous occasions that legally the council have now had to look at it more and look at both sides' applications, hence the delay again. So maybe it's good news. I, I, I've given up trying to work out what's good and what's but, bad but, news. In, in about the whole yeah. Coventry thing. We're just keeping our fingers crossed that you know we will be standing inside Brandon watching a speedo meeting again at some point. It's... It may well be a few years, but and it probably won't be the Brandon that we've all come to know and love. Because I was, as I said before, I would did imagine. you say all come to know and love? <laughs> well, I mean, it is about, <laughs> you know, love, love on occasions when, when you when you when, when we win, there, obviously. But yeah. uh, but no, I mean, it's you know, as I say, I mean, we've seen recent photographs of the place, and it's it's in a shocking state now. And I would imagine parts of it must be pretty close to being pulled down due to being yeah. unsafe. So mm. it's you know, don't forget as well, it is quite a, an old. Stadium anyway, so absolutely. And Rich Thomas is fed up with the Czech golden helmet now. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> right, so there's there's um, a few me- important meetings coming up. Yeah, shall we do a slightly more in depth look at them than we normally would? Why not? Um, Which meetings? So, what have we got first? 
Well, when I'm, the... I'm just talking about the, like, the playoff meetings, not the whole. Okay. Well, of course, uh, tomorrow night we've got the. Uh, this is going to be uh, quite a lovely one, I think. The uh, has now become the first leg, pool against Glasgow. Pool against Glasgow. Yeah. I think with a lot of things that have been said in the press, that's going to be. It's going to be a meeting that's definitely going to be one to watch. I think. Yeah, is it being streamed? I believe. It, I think all the playoffs have been streamed in okay. the championship. So, I'm definitely going to try and watch that. Yeah. Um, I mean, Glasgow are up against it a little bit. To be fair, yeah, aren't know, they? Yeah. With the injuries. Yeah. Um, Paul have sometimes looked a bit vulnerable at their own track this year as well. Yeah, they had a little bit of a sticky spell earlier mm. in the season, didn't they? Um, I think. When both teams are at full strength, I think Glasgow are the stronger team, but they've obviously had issues in in recent weeks with with uh, with that. Um, so possibly pull, I would say, as, as favourites to. Yeah, I, I, I think. Yeah, I think well, that's certainly going to win at home anyway. So yeah. I mean, we'll we'll do the actual scores when we do the uh, prediction league. Prediction league, but. I, that's obviously the first leg of the semi-final. Mm, so uh, we already know who they'll be up against, yeah. which will be Leicester. Mm-hmm. And Paul versus Leicester is probably the the one for the neutrals that would want to see. Uh, I like Glasgow, as you know. but Well, I, mean, you, I think we've both said Glasgow. Mm. Certainly for all the teams we've seen at Perry Bar this season, Glasgow were clearly the most impressive one of the lot, weren't they? Mm. They really did ride very well at Perry Bar that night. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't pick a team between Paul and Leicester. I've no idea how that's going to go. I think it's going to be a home track advantage on both. So yeah. it could be one of those that swing violently from one to the other. Mm, yeah. And it might be an advantage to have the second leg in that one. Quite possibly, yeah. Mm. Might possibly. So uh, the next one is the... Uh, First leg of the semi-final in the Premiership on Thursday. That's Ipswich against Bellevue. You see, this really depends on the Max Frick situation. Um, I mean, in a way, Bellevue would be a bit silly to sign somebody. Mm. Particularly for that match. Absolutely, yeah. Because they can get, bring somebody in that they know goes well round Ipswich, couldn't they? Well, let's just have a look at the the results that Bellevue have done at uh, Ipswich this season. Um, yeah, they've actually been beaten both times. They lost the first match forty-seven forty-three, and the second one fifty-forty. So they've been wins for Ipswich, but they've not been comprehensive wins. Mm. They've certainly been more results that if if they were in the first leg of the meeting would be achievable to pull back at the NSS. Yeah, yeah. You see, we was all talking about Bellevue being untouchable what a couple of weeks back. Yeah, and then things have suddenly changed. That, haven't that they changed. I, I actually fancy it switched to possibly come out on top on that, but it is hard. A lot depends on on you know, guests or signings and. Uh, you're thinking very hard about this, aren't you? Yeah, I'll think Ipswich. I'll think Ipswich. But again, wouldn't be surprised if it's six, eight points, mm. something like that, which I think Bellevue would take. Because I think, you know, whatever people say about Bellevue, I think they do now have a big home track advantage. I think yes. They've got, you know, some they've had some really big scores against uh, teams at the, at the National Speedway Stadium. Yeah. Because they know how to set their machines up for that yeah. track. Uh, any more? For any more? Well, on the Saturday, of course, we've got the second leg of that uh, other championship semi playoff semi final. That's uh, at uh, Glasgow, weather permitting, of course. Mm. So Glasgow was six points up in, in front, weren't they? Yeah, at the time. I, I think Glasgow will pros- possibly just about clinch to that meeting, but I don't see them getting the aggregate store. Well, let's have a look at how they've gone against each other in the mm. in the league. I've, I've got. A f- I, might, I might be right in saying I think Glasgow have actually won it. It's a, a, a pool. I've got a feeling they have. Let's uh, 
So we'll just amuse yourselves all for a minute while we're It's been nice weather we've been having, Chris, don't you think? Rain and sun and No, they haven't. 51-39 to pull in the league. Okay. Earlier in the season, so... You've been dying to play that all night. <laughs> that was in the league, so and uh, and they got on. How did they get on at? Uh, but uh, Ashfield, it was it was a draw there. It's, yeah, you, you got to think. I think I still I think I don't want to say it, but but I think Paul have got that. I, I would say Paul probably now our favourites yeah. for that. Anything else before the weekends? Yeah, we've got the re- uh, well, we've got the ones going into next week. Obviously, Monday we've got the uh, rearranged Wall Sheffield match, mm. which is now not televised. Of course, it's going to be updates only because it clashes with the other semi-final second leg at uh, Bellevue. <laughs> only in speed. So second second year in a row where not all the semi-finals are going to be televised because yeah. of the rain. That could be a tasty meeting as well, couldn't it? Will, Will mm. Sheffield have had some good clashes this year. I've got a hunch that the winner of the title might come from that meeting, you know. Mm. So winter. you're obviously hoping that it's going to be, be Wolves. Wolves. yeah. I think Wolves are going to be, have too much for Sheffield. We've done well at Sheffield this season. So I, I actually, over the two legs, I think Wolves will yeah. come. Sheffield, of course, have already been top. to Mummer and won mm. earlier in the it season. It could actually be one of those meetings where they win at yours and you win at yeah, theirs. Not, I mean, that's not, happened It's not inconceivable. It's not inconceivable, no. We we had that, um, I think, at Birmingham in one of the Shield Young Shield matches in 2007. Yeah. can't remember who it was against, but we beat them at theirs and they beat us at ours. And it was Mildenor, was it? I think it was, actually. I yeah. think it was Mildenor, yeah. And, yeah, of course so. you've got, and of course you've got the other semi-final on the same night, uh, Bellevue against Ipswich. So hopefully this time next week we will know who the uh, we'll know we'll certainly know who one of the teams who, who, in the final yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that would be nice to know. Yeah. Right. Well, there's not a lot. Uh, of, there's a few things on there. Shall we just get catch up on the shout box? Oh, hang on. Uh, Take on a second because my screen has just decided. Oh, is it frozen? It it's frozen. Oh, Goodness yeah. me. Right, there we go. Uh, so, okay. Um, yeah, that's fine from there anyway. Uh, Premiership pairs on 24th and 27th of October, says Pete Good luck, Clark. Good mm-hmm. uh, Rich Thomas, out of, just out of interest, in 1981, Swindon rode 57 matches, hosted, and then they disappeared, hosted two individual meetings and one pairs. Imagine that now. Yeah, but that, that also they had their own you know, riders for one team and all of that, which made it, I think at the moment Swindon would take having ten matches, wouldn't they? Just to get just to get yeah. the players running again. As a Tigers fan, I think our injuries will come back to haunt us and also some of the riders not been racing for seven weeks at home and only one away meeting in August. Um Wolves can say the, the same to an extent, can't they? Yeah, they yeah well, we haven't ridden at home since uh Bank Holiday Monday. Right. So it's uh but Simon Corbett says the Sheffield Reserves, especially Connor Mountain, is riding well. Mm. But that's going to be interesting. I think that it, it could be one between Mountain and uh, Leon, yeah, Leon Flint. Quite possibly. Yeah. Um, somebody also mentioned that I think next year is going to be one big league, um, uh, North and South. Yeah, I think it was Simon. Yeah, um, that's been that, suggested that, in the past. And that we didn't. So. He thought that we didn't agree, agree with that. My big worry is where do the riders come from? Mm. I don't think there's enough rods to do it at the That's moment, the unfortunately. Problem, yeah. Unless you promote a lot of rods up from the National League who are going to be basically carried at the Cannon bottom of the fodder. team. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so I think we've... I get the impression there's not really a lot of enthusiasm to do a restructure at the moment, although I think possibly they should be looking towards maybe... Having a bit of a restructure. Mm, I, I, my un- understanding is that there's going to be uh, a bit of lowering of the um, averages. Averages, yeah, the the, the the team building averages. Certainly um, in the championship, anyway. Mm, I don't agree with it, but my, my views on that are well known. Forty-two point five is where it should be. Yeah, that's it. And speaking of Simon Corbett. Yes, let's have a look at the... um, It's getting very interesting in the league. 
Mm. Um, first of all, the important one is that uh, the guy in 17th place could overtake 16th next oh. week. <laughs> That's probably because the guy in 16th hasn't done it for a few weeks. <laughs> I'm and taking still, it. He's still taking him age to take catch it. up with him. I, I tell you what, I had a good week last week. You did, yeah. Uh, yeah. I had a really good week last week. Um, but Ben Clifton had a fairly good week, slightly better than Simon Corbett, which means there are now two points in it at the top. Andrew Gone is only three points further yeah. behind. So. Yeah, not a lot in it. Well, he got he got a, a result right, didn't he? Completely right, yeah. which has um, pumped yeah, him up okay. a little Wouldn't bit. Wouldn't Simon be gutted if he loses it on the last weekend? You sound like you want that to happen. Where it just makes it exciting, doesn't it? You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, oh dear. Yeah, well. uh, we're well, just going to shove that up from Craig. Craig's me. The only way one big league should would work is if the Polish restrictions are lifted, and some of the riders from Poland and Swedish leagues are persuaded to come back to the UK. I think there's yeah, yeah. It's a nice idea, but it's whether the. Uh whether the pay would be enough to entice them back, unfortunately. I think. Yeah. And could we get through that many matches? Yeah. <laughs> Struggling to get through 10 matches, don't they, mm, in the season? Mm. Anyway, let's go. So um, let's go through the actual, all the, all the uh, fixtures um, join in. Uh, even if you've never joined in before, you've still got a good chance of beating me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the so uh, I believe, is it my turn this week? Yep. Okie dokie. So, what's the first Paul match? Paul against Glasgow. Paul against Glasgow. So, yep. I've already said I think Paul's going to win. Uh, but I'm going to say Paul by 12 points. I've gone Paul by 10. I'll go Paul by 14. Uh, wow, that's a big win. Okay. It can, become, it can come back from that, that to be fair. Okay, the next one is the first leg of the other semi-final in the Premiership. That's Ipswich. No, no, sorry, that's uh, the League Cup, the League Cup final, of course. First leg, Sheffield against Kings Lynn on Thursday. Chef versus King Lynn. Okay, up to you, Maestro. Go on then. Oh, me. <laughs> yes. Right, uh, Sheffield by twelve. I'll go Sheffield by uh, ten. Well, given the way that Kings Lynn beat Wolverhampton, <laughs> yes, um, Sheffield by eight. Okay. Next up is the first leg of the Premiership Plus semi-final, Ipswich against Bellevue. I'll go Bellevue by six. That was quick. <laughs> Sorry. Where? Bellevue by six. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ipswich by six. Ipswich by eight also. Okay. okay. No. Now into the How the mighty have fallen. <laughs> <laughs> and now into the National League, we've got Armadale against Bellevue Colts. Armadale versus Bellevue. That's up to you. Bellevue by 12. It was up to you, actually. <laughs> Um, I'll go Bellevue by six. I'm going to say Bellevue by 14. Okay. Next up on Saturday at three o'clock, it's Glasgow against Poole in the rearranged... Uh, what was the first leg has now become the second leg. Uh, I think the weather's going to win this one. <laughs> uh, it's up to you. Um, yeah, because you've missed a go. Uh, is it Glasgow versus Paul? That's yes. the one. Okay, I'll go Glasgow by four. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'll go Glasgow by two. I'll go Glasgow by four as well, which will put Paul in the final. Yep. Okay, next up is the uh, National Development League. Leicester against Berwick. I think that's top of the table clash, actually. So. Leicester versus Berwick. That's up to me then, isn't yeah. it? Uh, oh, Leicester by... 16. Leicester by 10. Nice that. I'll go Leicester by 12. Okay. Okay. Wolves against Sheffield is next on uh, Monday. Wolves against Sheffield. 
it's up to you. Yeah. Would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Wolves by six, I'll say. I'll go Sheffield by 39. Sheffield by six. Sheffield by 39. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> um, draw. Okay. You'll get one of those ones. You never know. Yeah, I certainly wouldn't be happy with that. I'm <laughs> uh, on the same night is the semi-final second leg of the other match. That's Bellevue against Ipswich. Mm, uh, it's, it's amazing. It? I'll go uh, Bellevue by four. I'm going to say Bellevue by eight, which f- would put them in the final. I'll say Bellevue by ten. Which I think would put them in as well, just because mm-hmm. I said it was just by eight in the first league. Yeah. Okay, and last one up. is Plymouth against Armadale in the NDL. Uh, up it's up to me, yeah. yeah. Uh, Plymouth by 12. Plymouth by 20, also. I'll go Plymouth by 14. Okay. Yeah. Well, there we go. That well, completes this week. Completed this week. Simon Pearson. Oh, Simon Pearson. <laughs> well, who is Simon Pearson? Is there no somebody idea. called Simon Pearson? No, no I idea. keep. I'm sorry, Nigel. One one week, somebody on the um, shout box is going to pop up. I'll have to Why say Simon Pearson. I feel like I, I, I'm being bad to a deity. I'll have to say three waffies. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but uh, no, it's. Uh, Going to be interesting in the last few weeks, isn't it? With the between you know just two, two, three points between the top two, so mm. it's uh, we'll still we'll, may well go down to the wire. I don't know what we're going to do if we uh, we get a tie at the end of it. I think the um, sophisticated coin uh, comes into uh, play, doesn't it? You could be a spoiler for Rasa with an idea <laughs> like that. So. This is an interesting um, comment by Fred Graham. If they water down the championship averages again, will the paying public get reduced admission fee? Don't think so. I know a large number of people who would not pay current admission prices for a league which is closer to NDL level. I don't think it would be close to NDL level. No, I, think I, it's, I think it's far too close to premiership level, yeah. in my opinion. Because, I mean, how, how many riders in, ride in both leagues all the time? Um, so that that just evens it all out. So, well, of course, we have the fixed nights now in the in the top league, which aren't universally popular. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so I I, I don't I, I understand where where you're coming from, um, Fred, but I don't don't think I I necessarily agree that it would be nearer to the NDL. I think a championship side would thrash an NDL side. Um, well, I suppose, a lot of, I suppose a lot of interesting things as well is whether we're going to carry on with the six teams in the Premiership next season or whether they're going to... Thank God you've got six teams. Well, that's the first well, thing to say. Obviously, of course, you know, I've, I've managed to get a stay of execution at, uh, at the showground. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's a lot been a lot of talk about Glasgow moving up because I think, although I think Glasgow have got the finances, I think there's a re- there'd be a reluctance to move up. Although, of course, if if we lose Edinburgh... Then, whether well, that changes. their nearest team then would be in the championship. It would be uh, well. We've obviously lost Newcastle as well, haven't we? Mm. So it'd be Redcar, wouldn't it? Yeah. So like, it's still a there bit close. Although in the Premiership, it would be Bellevue. So yeah, I mean, there is the possibility of Workington coming back in the near future as well, isn't there? Where, where I are think we're, are Workington going to be in the NDL initially, though, I think. I don't know. Because it it's a very basic setup they've got there. It's a lovely setup, I must admit. I've seen photographs of it, and it's it's right on the uh, on the Cumbrian coast as well. It's a really, mm. really nice... I've seen yeah, some pictures of the so track, it looks, actually. It looks really it looks, good. Uh, it looks really, really good. Um so there is some good things in Speedway. Obviously, Workington, you know, looking good for looking good for uh, being for being back at some mm-hmm. point. Of course, Oxford's return might not have been successful on the track, but they've had very very good crowds at mm-hmm. uh, 
at Cowley this season. I think that's that's certainly worth, and that'll that'll certainly give a lot of hope to Coventry. We should say uh, well done to Jordan Jenkins, of course. Absolutely, um, won the, uh, the NDL the uh, championship. No, uh, Jeff's right there. Berwick would be the closest one to uh, to Glasgow. To Glasgow so, yeah, yeah so. so that's I mean that's. Def, uh, Glasgow could definitely afford to move up, but seem to enjoy being a big fish in a smaller pond. I'm not sure that they wouldn't be a big fish in in the the small big pond. <laughs> if you get my drift. Yeah. Um, there are whispers about another planning application at Swindon, but no way it'll be next year, if ever. Uh, yeah. The Swindon situation really is, is concerning. That's that's like losing Coventry all over again, Swindon. Yeah, they have been they have been the outstanding team in the. Mm. Them and Paul have been the two outstanding teams in the top league, wouldn't they? So absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, as Fred said, Berwick would be Glasgow's closest if Edinburgh if Edinburgh close. I sincerely hope Edinburgh do manage to sort something out in time for next year, but I think that it's looking. Unless they can do another deal to to extend their stay at Armadale, which I don't doesn't sound like is very likely. No. Well, yeah, they're just be- best wishes to, to to them, really. Yeah. Uh, somebody's fuming, but he's disappeared. I think it might oh, have been Dylan. Oh, so. Dylan so, yeah. It's got to be a minimum of eight teams in each league, says Cray. Cray? Craig Smith. Yeah. I do beg your pardon. Um, yeah. I can't disagree with that. Bloody fuming, says Spuddy, uh, with NRC. Was ooing and ahhing between Jenkins and Royner and ended up going for the, the one, one that didn't, that ro- didn't ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hard luck. It's the way it goes, unfortunately. Yeah, it is, it so. is the way it goes. Well, it's uh, nearly time. Yes. Um, I mean, the one thing I, I, I would like to say is that I mean we think we've probably got another two yeah uh, two more programs to go before the end of the season we will stick it out to the end of the season even if it is I don't know December the 25th the way it's going (laughs) Merry Christmas will we be looking will we be looking to do a a show after the AGM possibly as well just to see what that's what I was going to say when when there is an AGM and there's all the news comes out we will do a program uh, because we would love to get everybody's views on mm. whatever comes out and you can bet your bottom dollar that whatever comes out more will come out after more will come out about the AGM after yeah. the official release than because you know, that's the way it always works but you know was it ever thus Glasgow can't afford to move up they currently need 1300 to attend to make a profit and get an average of 870 per meeting for them to move up Unless there's a financial gain from Eurosport or BSPL would be financial suicide for them. Also, riders demand more pay per point for Premiership, even though it's similar level to the Championship. Well, they pulled, pulled made their decision to drop down, didn't they? Because they felt that the Eurosport deal wasn't really mm. lucrative enough. Um, you know, again, I, I don't think Speedway realised how lucky it was when he'd had the Sky TV deal, and that was you know, putting in big amounts of money into the sport back in the back in the end of the 90s and yeah. didn't take advantage of it unfortunately no they took too much of or they took too much of advantage for their own pockets yeah. I don't, I don't, or, or for the pockets of the riders started paying I don't know but there was no plan no essentially Rich Thompson Thomas has asked us to do one a month through the winter to keep us all in touch. Well, uh, we may do one if there's a sort of special occasion. Yeah, we, so. we we've done that before, and yeah. we will just keep keep your eye on the um, uh, the website, and yeah. uh, and you know we will, and on the Facebook pages and everything. And if we do one, we will let you know. But we will be back next week, of course. So definitely. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, but we've got at least two more programs, we think. Yeah. So. Right, oh gosh, the music started. Yeah, that's his way of saying, go away. Go away now, I want to go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, everybody. Um, A Christmas special, says Pete Clark. Who knows? We'll see you all next week anyway. You take care, everybody, and good Good luck to everybody uh, in the playoffs. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night, good night, good night. Welcome to the Speedway Tavern. Enjoy your stay. Welcome to the Speedway Tavern, what's the news today? Have a drink, 
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 